Record levels of overcrowding in the country's emergency departments this week continue to cause severe problems for the health service today. This morning, according to the HSE, there were 260 people deemed sick enough to be waiting on trolleys or chairs for a bed in acute hospitals where no bed was available. More than 139 people have been waiting for at least nine hours for admission to a hospital. The Irish Nurses and Midwives Organisation is to consult its members on industrial action, saying that it's seeking safe staffing levels that are underpinned with legislation. The General Secretary of the INMO, Philney Hay, is with me now in studio. Good afternoon, Philney Hay. Welcome to the programme. Good afternoon. Is industrial action during the worst overcrowding crisis that the health service has ever witnessed is it going to help things? Well, what we're uh, saying is we're going to start consultation with our members now because their working conditions are so bad. We have a trade dispute with the employer, which is uh, their inability to keep our members safe while they're at work. We know, for example, that we're experiencing uh, 11 assaults a day, and that's an underreporting of assaults against nurses. And what they're saying to us and what our exec- executive rightly considered uh, at their emergency meeting last Friday is, look, we all know what the problem is. We all know what the solutions are. We know that there is an inability to act fast enough, despite all of the issues being raised in the middle of the summer this year, both with the HSE and with the department by our union. We still have the same problem that was entirely predictable. It's simply not good enough to expect staff to just put up with that. And they're saying very clearly to us, it's not their intention to put up with it because it has more than just the effect that uh, today, what's happening today and what's happening tomorrow, and we'll see tomorrow uh, whether discharges have increased because that will obviously yes. um, be, be the measure of whether the HSE's plan over the last uh, week has any measure of success. But this will also affect the numbers of people who are working as nurses and midwives who will stay working in the Irish Public Health Service. And uh, and that's a huge problem because okay. we so, need so, to so make you're, sure you're they be, stay. You're, you're beginning a consultation now with members. What's your plan? Assuming that there is an appetite to perhaps ballot for industrial action um, uh, over the concerns that you've outlined there, when would that likely take place? Well, that'll be a matter for members. But first and foremost, we'll be starting that consultation this week. We're not going to hang around. So we'll be meeting members this week. We'll be meeting members next week and the week after. Mm. And from but, but, that... But are, are, you, are you able to give patients, for example, who are waiting on trolleys um, and people who are sick an assurance that you're not going to go on strike during the, in the middle of a, 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 of a crisis? What we can say to patients is we stand with them. We stand with them every day of the week, every night of the week. Our members are on duty 24-7. We do not accept the conditions under which we're providing care to them. We want them to stand with us and also raise this as a, as a national crisis. It is simply not acceptable that every single year around this time we have this crisis because the, the effects of the crisis for patients actually is that they're dying unnecessarily. Now, if that isn't a stark enough issue to get all government action, we don't know what is. Mm. Um, the, the Minister for Health and the HSE, um, uh, the Minister, I think, asked the HSE to put senior decision makers into hospitals this weekend, uh, senior consultants uh, who would be tasked with um, making decisions which perhaps would get people discharged quicker from, from the hospitals, uh, which would allow people then to move from the emergency departments uh, and 
the the idea being that we wouldn't have this Monday Tuesday spike. Um, we, it remains to be seen whether we'll have that. But um, from your discussions with your own members, do you see evidence this weekend that that is having an effect in the hospitals? Certainly, from the contact we had with our members all day yesterday, there is more activity. There is more senior decision makers uh, in hospitals on wards. The discharge rate is increased. We'll see what the actual number is tomorrow, but that will actually be. Uh, the figure we'll be looking at tomorrow to see how many discharges actually took place. But remember, to discharge people, you need places to discharge them too. And we know that our delayed implementation of Slantacare has caused community services to be underdeveloped. So we need more nurses working in the community. Nurses are highly trained professionals. They're not working to the maximum of their licence. They tell us that uh, in the community services. We made a decision uh, quite a number of years ago to privatise our long-term care. That's a huge problem. 82% of all of our long-term care is now private for profit. We believe that was the wrong decision. It needs to be reversed. And the state needs to ensure that it has places for elderly people when they need that care. God knows they've given enough to the state. It's now time to make sure that the state is responsible for the services that they need, they desperately need. Who do you hold responsible for this crisis? Uh, The Sunday Business Post reports today that Minister Stephen Donnelly raised concerns with the HSE about the quality of winter plans in several hospitals uh, between May and June of, of last year. Do you see that as being part of the the blame game or do you see the fault resting with the HSE for this? I think um, without without giving you a a smart answer, I think the the problem here is there is nobody to blame because the HSE can blame the department, the department can blame the HSE and then they both can blame DPAR. So we have a system of healthcare delivery that is not owned by any one entity. We want Slantacare in the Department of the Taoiseach and its implementation based in the Department of the Taoiseach. The HSE has to have a function which looks to decisions that can be made regionally. So the regional health authorities must have authority. It is one of the big criticisms, and we had this, uh, the Irish Congress of Trade Unions met with the, the Taoiseach and the Taunashta at recently at the LEAF meeting, and we said to them that regional health authorities would know our regional health uh, without authority is not going to help the situation. So once we have everybody with a, a buffer in policy making and in decision making, our system will never improve. So we need one authority. If you compare it, for example, to education, the, the schools report to the Department of Education. That's it. Hmm. We want the same system for health. Why do we have to have all these buffers? What is it that will stop uh, your members taking industrial action over this? We believe fundamentally we have some very good policies drawn up by the Nursing Policy Division and the Department of Health which set out the safe staffing levels that need to be on our surgical and medical wards, that need to be in our ED departments and currently we're looking at long-term care. They are unenforceable because there isn't enough funding provided despite the evidence that says when you staff with nurses and midwives, when you staff to this level, to this scientifically proven level, Patients have better outcomes. You have shorter wait times. You save money because you don't have as much uh, resignation of staff who are really fed up with the conditions under which they're working. And all of that makes economic sense. It makes professional good sense 
so to to ensure the patient outcomes are better. Yet there's no will to implement it. So we're saying, therefore, same as the California nurses, you have to have legislation. And when the California nurses um, went to to prove this point, they met massive resistance. But they persevered, and now their system works better. Their patients have better outcomes, and they have fewer resignations and they have a system that works. General Secretary of the INMO, Phil Nihay, thank you for talking to us today.